Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Worlds Collide, a wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors, worlds collide. It's another week. We've got another show. And believe it or not, Tony, I bet you don't even know this. This is actually a request from one of our fellow Twitter wrestling car community members, Frankie Saints. He actually tagged me in a tweet. There was this discussion. You know how those Twitter debates go. There was oh, some yeah. discussion about autographed cards and, you know, what's in a more important one or what does the hobby want, stuff like that. So he tagged me and he's like, hey, you guys should do a show about this. And I'm like, done, sir. So done. Today we're going to talk about the top 10 signed wrestling cards. And we're going to kind of take this into two different avenues, so to speak. Five of these, me and Tony have picked five of what we think are the most like mainstream cards. So for many people in the sports card hobby, you can look at whether it's a certified pack pulled auto. There are certain cards out there that just stand the test of time as being iconic, you know, like a, you know, rookie first Bowman rookie Chrome refractor or, you know, something like something along those lines. So we'll talk about mainstream, but then this is something that I think that people kind of outside the wrestling card bubble need to know about. And I think this is something that people within the wrestling card bubble need to know about. There are, there are autographs out there that the diehard wrestling fans are going to know that they're rare, hard to find and just next to impossible. And then there's going to be, there's a crowd that's going to say, I don't care about any of those guys. So that's why we kind of needed to break it down between like five mainstream and five for like hardcore wrestling fans. So do, do, you, do you think that's a fair assessment to kind of break it down on, you know, what, oh, yeah. what are top autographed cards? Because I think there's this big disparaging difference between the two. 100%. 100%. All right. So I'm going to start with my top five mainstream, and this is in no order. It's just five that I picked. The 1998 Rock comic images, I think that is one of the biggest mainstream certified releases from a company of any wrestling cards um let, let me just run through this and then we'll kind of go back uh 82 or 1985 hulk hogan autos i know those are like base cards so they're going to have to be signed in person but mm-hmm. both, both of those cards are like equally iconic in their own ways so i think those are you know we see a lot of them out there i mean there's not thousands but there mm-hmm. are a good amount out there to where collectors can actually go find them and that's another thing I should have prefaced, but when I started is these mainstream autos, a lot of times, if you go look on eBay, now we're not going to talk pricing, you can find them. And that's the point, but th- there's some of these autographs that they just don't pop up. So we'll, you know, we'll kind of break down the differences. Yeah. In those, and this but- is not also, we're also not uh, separating based on what's 
certified by the manufacturer if some of these are actually you know signed in person kind of kind of thing yeah and then, and then authenticated by some like psa or whoever correct uh 2013 best of wwe roman reigns and this is like i, I believe this is a sticker auto we know the wrestling card hobby does not like sticker autos even more so than the sports card hobby like they it seems like the sports card guys can handle uh, sticker autos based on the rarity of the card or the gold refractor or whatever, but wrestling fans, they, they like those on-card autos, but this card is, it's a, it, it really is a rookie autograph card. And, you know, back when we kind of take it back to the mid two thousands or the, the mid teens, I guess I should say mm-hmm. that, you know, there just wasn't a lot of actual rookie card autos that were certified from companies out there. So, uh, and we know Romans exploded. So that's why I picked that one anything Andre um, Andre the giant is just, it's kind of a perfect storm with Andre. in my opinion, he, you know, all of his autographs are going to be hand signed. I, to my knowledge, there's no certified autos, right. Unless it's a cut, cut auto maybe from like Lee for something like something that. Something like I, that, but there's, there's no authentic, I mean, there's no uh, manufactured produced autograph card for Andre. So then you, you have to look at they're out there, but they are still very scarce. Like you might only be able to find one or two legitimate ones at a time. So that's kind of kind of blending both worlds then. And then my other one, and this is a little bit of a wild card, but anything transcendent, and I'm talking like in anybody, whether it's my guy, Kerry Cross, whether it's Roman, Vince, Becky Lynch, um, you know, does, does Velveteen Dream have one in there? That one's probably still sought after, even though he, it, you know, uh, there's just something with that set that it's, it's kind of given me the, these vibes, the more I see people talk about it, of those 98 WCW on card autos. Now that the, you can talk rarity, I don't know, because, you know, the transcendent, like they're only made, there's only at the maximum, you know, up to a number 50. of 20, 25 I think it's 50, isn't it? Some Well, that's some of the base cards, but I'm talking Correct. about the autos. Right. Yeah, the yeah. autos only go up to 25. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I still, I'm not like comparing the two sets. I still like the WCW one more than Transcendent, but the Transcendent just has this following of obviously the super fractors, but even just the, you know, pick, pick your parallel out of whatever they're, they're limited. They're, they're still it's very It's also a cheap. design though. It's a design issue. Yeah. Those are two. It's, it's very portrait. Like it's yes. very, it's a painting. It's, it's a piece of art. Do you have any personally? I don't have any. You get them in your hand and then you get it. Like I have several uh, carrying cross ones and I'm like, okay, I see why people are going nuts about this now. So, all right, Tony, what do you got for your five mainstream hobby wrestling card autographs? I too also have 98 comic images, rock card. There's just something about that card. I mean, there's a lot of great autographs from that set. I mean, it's with Owen Hart and mankind and China. Uh, but it's, it's a rock. I mean, the guy, he transcends just, you know, the sport itself. So uh, you, you can't get asked for anything bigger than that guy. And that's yeah. just uh, an amazing card to have. I, I really wish that comic images was more forthcoming even back in the day with, you know, print runs, but they're not. So people yeah. uh, oftentimes will ask about this and the WCW autograph cards, you know, Hey, what was the print runs? We don't know. Manufacturers don't tell you. And they don't even know. I don't think anymore at this point. I don't think it's, it's going to be a mystery forever that no one's going to know. Uh, we can guesstimate how many, probably less than a hundred, you know, 200, whatever it may be, 50, who knows. But um, uh, that rock card, it's not that it doesn't pop up often. It's, there's always at least one or two of them up there online. Uh, it's just, it's who it is. And it's just, there's not hundreds and hundreds of them. That's for sure. Right. Um, I, I go with anything for me. I kind of lumped Hogan and Andre together. It's anything by those two. 
anything. I don't care if it's a certified autograph that's more modern from Hogan. Uh, I don't care if it's on an 82 All-Stars Hogan. I don't care if it's on an 81 Poppy. Um, uh, anything that's by Hogan uh, or Andre, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer for me. Yep. Um, and so for me, I, then I have uh, also transcendent autographs, but more specifically, I'm narrowing it down even to Vince. And I think that Vince, uh, while he does get some big numbers now, especially for the transcendent stuff, all his big number stuff really, I think, it does involve his transcendent cards, I believe, correct? Uh, yeah, yes. I, I, mean, just, it, I had to it, think, it, I, I want to, didn't want to be wrong. I was like, all the did, big numbers I've seen. Yet. Isn't that his biggest number? It was almost 10K for yeah, the super fractor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, I think that's probably, it's going to be low for Vince. Like, whoever got it for that got a deal. Drake. Because, uh, you know, 15 years from now, 10 years from now, I mean, who knows the way Vince is? He'll probably live till he's 200 anyway. So, yeah. um, I mean, that card's going to skyrocket, skyrocket. Uh, the, the unfortunate moment when he passes. Uh, people are going to be like, oh my God, I should have got a Vince auto. I should have got one when he was around. I mean, I have stuff that's signed by him personally that I met him in person and got it signed. Uh, and I'm never going to part with it probably um, just because it's Vince. Yeah. Uh, um, and that's kind of where I go with my, my list there. I mean, you could take anything from Andre and Hogan. It's four. I, I guess I cheated. I only have four things on mine. <laughs> but what I want to touch about that we know, neither one of us mentioned, by the way, there's been no, there's no women autograph cards mentioned on our list. And I'm kind of curious as to why that is. Yeah, why is I don't it not know. a Trish or, you know, right now, Alexa Bliss, I don't know. Does she still sell better than anybody else when it comes to women right now? I believe so, right? I think we're at this weird point. And uh, I had Jameson on my channel to talk about this. Is he point? I think he pointed out, I think it was him that pointed out when, uh, when we got to the point where the men were starting to outsell the women, it was going to be a turning point in the wrestling card hobby. And I, I think that's, you know, if you would have asked me five years ago, I would have said it would have been, you know, pretty much, um, you know, maybe the rock, maybe it the rock def- it's def- it. definitely been Hogan, but then everything else would have been like Becky, Charlotte, Alexa, you know, it'd been full of kiss cards that, cause that those were Hell, huge. Let's, for- let's, let's even go back before that. Let's go back uh, 2010. Let's go pre four horsewomen and, and all Alexa okay. Bliss is like, it was Trish. It was Trish. Yeah. Uh, you know, China never got the love that she deserved from the hobby. Um, so you're not going to see outrageous stuff by her, but Trish and Lita, um, Stacy Keebler, Tori Wilson, you know, all that Fleer era stuff was mm-hmm. always what's commanding the big money. And then if they were, you know, introduced to anything that had to do with tops, then it was, uh, you know, that outside of Hogan, cause Hogan signed yeah. for tops, you know, uh, uh, heritage and, uh, but it was always the ladies. The ladies always sold better. I mean, when I got into the raw deal market, you know, I priced it based on what how I did in trading cards for wrestling. And uh, it was always like, okay, five bucks for the guys and eight bucks for the girls because girls always sold better than guys. But now we live in a world now where that's not even true anymore. And no, yeah, uh, I mean, Roman Reigns and indie cards. That's two things that have completely change the aspect of what people are willing to pay and what they're actually seeking out where, you know, it's like sports cards now where we're seeing like, it's, it's somewhat becoming a male dominated, like sales wise. Like when, when you guys go through you and Paul, when you guys go through the sales on the WTC channel, Mm -hmm. it's like dominated by males now where, you know, again, it used to be all about females. One thing I wanted to get your opinion on before we kind of move over to the, um, 
you know, the more, I guess, obscure stuff is what do you think about the availability of these things? And we've, we've talked a little bit about this in the past, but, you know, let's talk about the rock. Uh, We're both in agreement that 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 was our number one pick. So um, I, you know, I think it's a huge card, no matter the grade or how, you know, some of the autos are streaky. Some of them are better than others, but just no matter what you have, this card is huge. He doesn't sign very much. It could be considered, you know, if you want to like play the game at all anymore. Yeah. He doesn't sign at all. (laughs) If you want to play the game, it could be considered a rookie auto, you know, whatever on that. But my, my thing is like for a card to kind of, go past the mainstream and become that massive card that, you know, the 52 mantle 86 Jordan kind of thing. You have to have enough of them out there for there to be a market of people that want them, but you also have to have it low enough to where you can't just go out and buy them any day of the week. So where do you stand on that as far as like some of these autographs? I mean, maybe that's true to an extent. I mean, there aren't a whole lot of Honus Wagner cards out there, but people are still who can't afford to buy those cards or, you know, want them. Um, so I, I don't know if, I mean, scarcity is still scarcity and there's a reason for it, whatever it may be, but I mean, it's, it's the rock first off. So I mean, sure. it's, first of all, it's just the rock. I mean, as long as that guy continues to be in, in the public eye, which I, you know, it's going to be that way for many, 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 many decades to come. I'm sure, uh, that card's always going to be desirable. It's, it's not a low run. Uh, I mean, if you had to speculate how many of those cards do you think it probably exist? I really have no idea. Um, I mean, I, I, and I, I, was, I, would I, say, I was basically in bed with comic images, and I still don't even know. If I was guessing, maybe a couple hundred, maybe. Tops. Yeah. Tops. But that's the whole thing with wrestling, period. We've talked about it many times before. It's already a low print run to begin with, just from a base level. Mm-hmm. Then you take start taking things and numbering them. Now we have a certified number of how many cards actually exist for uh, a given card. That's already less than the less printed wrestling base cards already uh i mean it's still i I understand that there's people who want to argue one way or the other about why wrestling cards aren't bigger than they are when it has a bigger global reach than so many other things that do so much better and print so much more of right um i don't understand it but hey that's the market the market is dictating how many are out there you know uh panini's you know still probably probably still printing prism cards at this point by the time this comes out I can't wait until they lose the license and sell you their printing press so you can have Impel and Prism going at the same time. You know what? I might officially put the Impel one to, to rest and just keep, oh. keep printing Prism. You never there we know. Go. <laughs> you never know. You heard it here first, folks. Um, uh, which I thought was so funny when that box, those package you sent me with all the sets, I got one, uh, a set of Impel. <laughs> like, I, yeah. like, I need a set of Impel, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you know, we talk about like wrestling as a whole is already a low print run. Then you take something and you start throwing a number on it and actually serial number it to uh, even 199, 299, right. 99, 50, 25. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of people, not a lot of them as, as market starts to expand, those cards become way harder to come by. And I think those values start to go up. Even for people who are not even on our list. Are still going to go up and we're starting to see that now we're seeing collectors going out and starting investing in seth rollins um they're investing in edge they're investing in other cards these guys have a lot of cards out there but there's low print runs on them low numbering on them and they're kind of like these guys are in their prime i better invest in now while the uh, uh, it's affordable isn't that fun to see i love seeing it i love like, it i love when 
like wrestling cards are starting to like mirror sports cards and that, okay, Panini's got rookie card shields. We're going to start prospecting or, yep. you know, that Seth Rollins, he's on top of the card. Now we all of a sudden Seth Rollins cards start going up. Like it's really, I have no skin in the game on most of that, but it's, it's a lot of fun to see. And I think it's just furthering the wrestling card hobby as a whole into a better direction, so to speak. Agreed. Um, before we move on, one other thing, I'll play devil's advocate here, Hulk Hogan. Like this guy signs anything and everything all the yep. time. Do you for think the, for a right price? <laughs> yeah. And do you think that is going to hurt the value of his autographs, no matter what it is down the road? I don't think so. Because another, again, another, another, you know, if you go to, to any, go to, go to a hundred people, just a hundred random people and ask them, name, name a, a, a popular uh, professional wrestler. There's going to be two names that come to mind more than anything else. In my opinion, it's going to be Hulk Hogan and the rock. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't care how many things he has out there. I mean, there's going to be, a, there's a lot less product out there with the rock signature on it. I mean, you've only got the comic images set. You've only got uh mummy returns. You've only got Scorpion King. And then he signed, uh, you know, for doom, but that says Dwayne Johnson. Right. Um, which to my knowledge, if are, I don't know if there's anything from Lee for some kind of pop century type thing. Not that I've seen. Out there, he signed as Dwayne Johnson. I don't think he has. I have not seen any other products autographed other than what you said. And uh, that's it. You know, it seems like every other or every set coming out in the last several years contains at least a Hogan autograph out of it. Yeah. You know, whether it be stickers or on card, it doesn't matter. It's still a Hogan autograph card. I know that people are kind of sticklers for on cards and that kind of stuff, but um, there's a lot of it out there, but it's Hogan. It's, 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 it's Hulk Hogan. I mean, hundred years from now, it's going to be Hulk Hogan. I remember him back, you know, back in the day. <laughs> right. Well, people like you're looking at him. I mean, it's just, it's Hogan. It's, you know, I, there's not a way to explain it. And generally that's something in the, again, something different than re between wrestling and sports cards. I try to mirror as much as I can, but then like, you just can't deny some of these things are different. And I think you just spoke on something that's different because there are, hall of fame superstars in other sports no matter what it is and they're known to sign so much stuff and even though they're big hall of fame guys their autos are like you know five bucks i yeah. think you you know you may be right on something with hogan where he's he's the michael jordan and you might say well michael jordan doesn't sign very much well he's still like the tippy top guy in wrestling history that you know everybody knows as you said so it'd I mean, be interesting it, interesting it's mainstream to see now because of him i mean right. you give credit where credit is due the, re the wrestling industry is where it's at because of the brilliant mind of vince mcmahon and uh a, a once in a lifetime type of talent with hulk hogan uh, it, it just you put the two together and, and they made wrestling you know very mainstream and we wouldn't even know Hulk Hogan's name if it wasn't, you know, uh, we wouldn't even know the rock's name. It wasn't for a Hulk Hogan because right. there wouldn't be really a business like it is. Right. So let's transition into, this is for all you hardcore guys out there. The ones that have been with us from day one, cause you are wrestling card degenerates. Let's talk about some cards that I think are probably more important to the wrestling card hobby than they are the hobby overall. And what I mean by that is they're harder to find. There's stories behind them that only the hardcore guys are going to know about. And, you know, I'm not saying these are going to be more valuable, less valuable, anything like that. It's just, I think there are some cards and things that need to be talked about that, you know, someone on social media might see one of these cards and be like, well, that what's so special about that? You know, why is that? Or why is this, you know, specific person's card, on this specific card worth five times what I can go buy it for on a leaf sticker auto or a tops auto or something like that. So 
my first one is the, is it 1998 or is it 1999 that this Ric Flair card is supposed to be out in WCW? 99. Okay. Everybody who's anybody within the wrestling card hobby knows the mystique, mystery. Like, we don't know what's going on with this card. There's so many stories. What is there one? We know one, right? For that, you're talking about the Ric Flair on the tops. Uh, yes. You know, uh, yeah. So the story is that so far to date, only one has ever been signed by Rick. Where that card came from, according to, you know, when we first put that information up on WTC and until otherwise proven otherwise, that's why I love to interview Charles Robinson possibly or yeah. have Jimmy Hart on because these are the guys that were liaisons between uh, WCW and Tops at the time. Since I can't find the guy who was actually who worked for Tops that uh, worked with those guys, I can't find him. Um, the story has he signed one. Didn't want to sign any of them, but signed one. And this came through and it came to light on eBay years ago. And I believe it was through Jimmy Hart's son, I believe, posted up there. And that's that was the story that he just had the one cleaning out some stuff, had the one, and that was it, put it up there. And at the time it sold for like two grand, I think it was, it was about two thousand dollars time, which is a steal today. Yeah. Um, and it's the only one known to man that's ever been put out there signed by him. Is is Flair uh, sitting on a, a stack of wrestling cards that he doesn't know about somewhere? I don't know. Is it sitting with Jimmy Hart in a garage somewhere? I don't know. Love to find out. But to date, only one's ever been signed. And that's the exact kind of stories that we're talking about that only the hardcore wrestling collector is going to know about. Like, you know, that leads into my next two picks here. And this is unless you go to WTC as a collector, casual collector, you use WTC, you'll find information like that. Hey, if PSA is using it, you should as well. Right. That's right. The next up, 82 All-Stars Ric Flair. What? OK, everybody knows this card. Everybody's seen it autographed. Sure. Why? Why, it, why did I pick this? because of his new deal that they don't allow him to sign this card. And I'm going to transition to my next card, which was unbelievable to me. 1991 undertaker rookie cards, anything 91. Yeah. yeah. Anything, anything from the 82 flare and the 91 undertaker cards. None of these are allowed to be signed anymore. And which I is was funny. Cause the 82 flare is for the wrestling all-stars. It's specifically that card. Like he could sign, he has earlier stuff that came out before that. Yeah. And those are fine. As far as I know, you can sign those. It's just that wrestling all-stars and undertaker too, Undert I believe. Right. But undertaker is just anything from 1991. I don't care if it's classic Merlin, whatever right, it but is. I think he signs cards either, either like, I guess afterwards, like you got some sure. base cards from the mid nineties or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know of any other cards that are older mm -hmm. than 1991 for undertaker. I mean, at the top of my head, uh, but yeah, I mean, 94 action pack or whatever else yeah, you right. want to get kind of stuff. He'll sign that kind of stuff. I just think it's interesting because if you, you know, I actually saw this debate uh, when Fitterman started charging the prices for the Undertaker and said no nine to 1991 cards. I specifically remember a thread and it was, I think it was on Twitter. Some people were replying to it and it was all these wrestling fans. And they're like, what's the big deal about 1991 Undertaker cards? And I'm like, this is and why it, like, they don't even know. No, they, they have no idea. No. And, that, and, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, that's the mainstream, the mainstream wrestling fans who don't know the ins and outs of the cards. So it's, you know, again, tricky situation. And this speaking is the of hashtag the, of like, if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. 1994 action packed Macho Man and Undertaker autographs. I've been pounding the drum on these cards since I really got back into the hobby a couple of years ago because they're the first serial numbered wrestling cards. I believe they're, if you don't, if, unless you want to count that legend set, they would be like the first uh, pack pullable autograph cards. Well, well not even that. The legend set wasn't a pack, it was a factory set. 
Right. So that's why I didn't know. There's yeah. some people that would count that and there's some people that wouldn't. But my thing with this is I keep telling people how rare and hard to find these things are because they're, you know, my common rebuttal I get from people is, oh, there's 500 of them out there. They're numbered to 500. Like you guys don't understand like the, you know, how wrestling cards were in the mid nineties. I'm sure some of these were thrown away and they're Probably always, in, they're always in pretty terrible condition for the most part. There's some, and anybody who was collecting these and found the value in them, Mm-hmm. probably are hoarding some of them like they probably right. have more than one yeah and i don't know if you've ever seen it i should probably i don't have a scanner i should probably get you a scan uh, some sort of picture if you don't have it for wtc some of them come with authentication like yep. have you seen those yep. like i i've only talked to two other people that have that have those with one of their cards so that's but like i believe an- those were done as as prizes uh you got those they didn't come in a pack Mm-hmm. Uh, you got those as a prize because I believe if the rapper mentioned something about sending in uh, for uh, like a not a, like, like a, a redemption raffle, type like of a thing, redemption like a raffle or enter to win kind of deal, kind of things like that. You can win one of those cards, some of the, one of those cards. How many of those they gave out, I don't know. Just adding even more random rarity onto it. Yeah. And the last thing I have on my list is miscellaneous legends. So what I'm talking about here is like Matt Bourne. Or, you know, some of the Japanese guys, uh, maybe some of the Memphis legends, uh, Kerry Von Erich, like th- these big names within wrestling where the collector base knows we just don't see autographs from these guys very often. But when you ask the mainstream, they like don't even care. Like if you want me to relate this back to the Ric Flair, like why is an 82 Flair signed so important when I could just go buy a Leaf sticker auto? Why is the Undertaker auto so important when I can go buy a Prism sticker auto? Like yep. it, it's just the fact that they don't understand how rare and hard to find in the history and the story. So I'll turn it over to you and your choices. Uh, I'm one of my agreements with you is the 94 action pack for all the reasons that we just talked about. So that's already right off my list right there. Um, I'm also going to go back uh, to our original first five uh, and bring up Vince again, because I believe that Vince uh, is just already until recently, he'd never signed before. He had never signed for a product before. And even the stuff that he signed recently is very limited. And I don't think people who are not diehard wrestling fans coming into our hobby don't really uh, think about Vince. I think a lot of people who do collect wrestling cards still don't think about Vince. The diehards out there obviously do because those who are buying them, you're seeing some pretty big numbers for Vince cards that have been hitting, uh, hitting the market uh, in the last six months or so. Right. Uh, so Vince is definitely, it's always going to be on my li- list. And I, I really should practice what I preach in that respect. Like I should probably have gone out and started, you know, buying up Vince stuff, but it's not my PC. I just look at it from an outsider looking in sure. uh, it's like, go like, that's something I think people are missing. I think people are missing the brain behind what you're watching these days or why you're a fan. Right. Um, and uh, so Vince is going to be on my list. I think the Stone Cold Steve Austin from the 2001 WrestleMania Fleer stuff. Good call. Yeah. Um, one, they're numbered. Um, uh, so those are numbered to 500 as well. Uh, are there actually 500 out there? I don't know. I don't know if, uh, if, if Fleer ever got them all signed. I don't know. And I, I was in pretty good with Fleer at the time too. And I never really asked, you know, did, are they really 500? I didn't ask that kind of stuff. Like print runs to me weren't, um, wasn't a, big deal so i didn't really push in the late 90s early 2000s i never pushed for print runs when i was asking questions for manufacturers i just want to know does it exist yes great i want to document it um maybe i should have 
you know, pushed for print runs back in the day, but I don't think they would have given to me anyways, because, you know, these companies outside of actually that's numbered, uh, yeah. were never really, uh, forthcoming with information. And on top of that, especially with FLIR, oftentimes you would get serial number stuff, whether it be actual encoded, like, you know, branded serial codes on them or hand numbered. Sometimes as replacements, it's in another one that's unnumbered. That more so, mystery within these products. So it's like, hey, you know, how do, how do you know how many exist? And if it's like numbered to 25, yet mine was damaged, you replaced it with an unnumbered one now. It's like, how many right. extras do you have left? I mean, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that Stone Cold one, which would be, I guess, would be his first certified autograph card. Mm -hmm. And another person that I think uh, as big of a character as he is and as important as he is to the, uh, to the industry itself, I think he's grossly undervalued as well. Yeah. Uh, and again, Hogan McMahon. Boom. We understand that. Okay. Well, McMahon gets, you know, kind of pushed to the side, not really uh, uh, thought of when it comes to investing or collecting. Austin and McMahon, <laughs> you know, another pairing of brainchilds. Uh, again, I just don't think they're getting the love uh, that they deserve. And I think uh, unless you're a true diehard wrestling fan, you know that there's, there's, there's going to be some long, long-term value there with those guys. You said um, something that I want to touch on real quick. Sure. I think it's interesting that this past WrestleMania, Austin's coming back. Oh my gosh. But then when Vince was said that he's going to get involved, it was almost like we had more of a build around Vince and the rock coming back next year, facing Roman. than we did Austin coming back, which is and strange, right? It's very. Yeah. I just, I don't understand. But like, the crowd reaction, the pop that Austin got is still undeniable. Oh yeah. hundred I mean, percent. You're there in the crowds like that. No one, I, I just, I don't care. Nobody gets a pop. Go back and YouTube it, uh, guys. Uh, anybody wants to go back and check out, there's all kinds of YouTubes of like, you know, the loudest pops in, in wrestling history, the top 10 pops in wrestling. And, you know, you're going to probably have some Cena's in there and other things, but nothing really, nothing hits like a, an Austin, you know, that glass yeah. breaks, the, the place just loses its freaking mind. Yeah. Um, uh, so I also added, I don't care. All of it and any of it from 98, 99 WCW autograph cards. I, I think people outside of a Hogan, people just fall asleep on everything else. If you don't know, you don't know. But if you're a wrestling fan, a diehard out there, you know how important and valuable those autograph cards from the Lash LaRue's all the way to the Hulk Hogan Stings and Bret Hart's and uh, Goldberg's like that. They're all, they're, they're just in various print runs if you want to equate yeah. it to that we don't know how many exist of any of them and then the variations of them. of them on top of that like and then variations uh signed in blue signed in black signed in front signed on back <laughs> unsigned i mean yeah. there's just uh you know the mystery that still uh you know simmers around us of, of just like you know are there any others out there was there an ultimate warrior one was an eric bischoff one was there a, the elusive ted turner ted one turner possibly? yeah you know or a vampiro you know uh well, we just won't know until these actually, you know, surface and, and hopefully they're not fakes because we, we deal with that kind of stuff in our hobby now, like yeah. every other hobby does now because technology allows people to make some great stuff. But all the WCW autograph cards, all of them, they're all, uh, if, you're, if you're a diehard, you know how important they are to this hobby. You just know how important they are. But if you're an outsider coming in going, you know, who cares about a, you know, uh, you know, a gentleman, who cares about Chris Adams? Who cares about, uh, you know, uh, Bobby Duncan. Bob, I was just I mean, going to say Bobby Duncan Jr. <laughs> I mean, who cares about, you know, uh, some of these people, but people who are like, no, and collect go, yeah, it's not a Hogan, but that's 
so a short printed card or that card was never put in packs like a Mysterio card or a you know Scott Steiner card, you know, kind of thing. And they know. So those those cards are the diehards know about it. Yep. Well, uh, I think that was a really good set of like educational speech today. Uh, I think we covered a lot of ground. Is there anything else that we co- that we did not cover that you think we should mention as we close out as far as like- I also have to say for the diehards as well, it's like that. Notice there was no women listed in that stuff. Yeah, that's true. But I, you know, I'll say- to me. I'll say like chasing, um, I think there's three women. Is there three, three or four? Three and oh. Uh, in the 82, 83 set, like- it's yep. gonna be it's gonna be hard for me to find those signs. So like I I know as the doctor, but but like yeah, you're right. Like even though it's an iconic set, like people coming into it are not gonna be gravitating or understanding how like and I don't those, think any three those three women aren't alive anymore, right? I don't think so. Mula, yeah, so I Candy Divine just passed away yeah. months a few months back. Right. Who's the last one on there? Mula. Did we say Mula? I said Mula already, yeah, yeah. Mula, um, Candy Divine, and someone else. Oh my gosh, why am I forgetting the other one right now? yeah but anyway david, like, david er, peck where are you um yeah david get out there and produce some content we're, we're yeah. still still hitting that hitting that hammer yeah. on that one but yeah um, the, the the people coming in they're gonna go like give me the hogan give me the andre give me the jerry lawler you know whatever it is yeah and they're not gonna see how actually some of these cards are going to be even way harder to actually have signed than those big stars so i mean even stuff like you know i, I got into it myself you know with jake and and, and- there yeah perfect examples right here like you know people outside the uh, the hobby like ah, who cares like that but these are important people they're very important to the hobby yep yep all right tony um let everybody know where they can find you and any anything you want to promote don't forget uh, top rope con i'm gonna mention top rope con yeah but uh everything can be found on wrestlingtradingcards.com all of our social media uh that we participate in can be found on the bottom of every page and uh, mentioning Top Rope Con, uh, that's Top Rope. You can either go to topropecon.com or topropewrestlingcon.com. It takes you to the same page. Uh, either whatever one you want to use that uh, you can remember easily. But uh, we have a few, by the time this uh, episode comes out, I'm not sure who's been announced yet, uh, but we have a few more that we haven't uh, announced uh, quite yet. But uh, ticket sales are going pretty well. Uh, I encourage everybody to pre-purchase your autographs with talent you want to get autographs from, pre-purchase your photo ops, whether it be a selfie, pro photo op, combos, whatever. All that stuff can be found and is linked up right there on topropewrestlingcon.com, September 16th and 17th in Tampa, Florida. I also want to make mention of that, which I already have done this on previous shows and the Card Foundation guys have done this as well. To me, this is going to be an opportunity for some wrestling card collectors to actually get together. Like if you don't want to go to the national, just go ahead and skip that. It's going to be a bunch of old timers and, you know, prison boys. Anyway, hey, we, I'm we don't be there. Nah, <laughs> I mean, you're, you are going to be there. And I know you guys are doing something <laughs> that is like, you know, it, it is pivotal, but the more that I hear you talk about top rope con, and I know card foundation is going to be there. I know Paul is going to be there helping with WTC and the price guide. And I'm just like, this feels to me like, a, a, I know there's other stuff going on and there's other vendors in wrestling, but yeah. it feels to me like if you like to travel and you want to get together with some people, this could be like the wrestling card meetup for the diehards. Hopefully as an annual thing too. I'm yeah. really hoping annually we can come there and uh, you know, obviously I want to have that, part of my heart so I was going to be about wrestling cards you know but from a other business I have to kind of think about how to run a good show sure and I'm really hoping that this uh it's, it's successful to a level where we can have it as an annual thing and I'd love to be able to annually meet up with 
not only the the OGs, the guys who all have been doing this wrestling card stuff for a while, but then every year start seeing new collectors coming in like that and going, I got to go to that show. That's where talent comes, whether it be legends or new guys, get my card signed or whatever they want. And uh, vendors can be there, uh, you know, uh, selling up uh, what they need to on cards. And I hope I can get an upper deck or Panini or Tops or anybody in the years to come in there and say and debut something there of like showing off their uh, what's coming out for the, you know, the, the rest of the year. That'd be awesome. That's, that's, that's a dream of mine. Guys, make sure to check that out. And it's just like creating content or, you know, whatever it is. Like if you want, if you want to support something, that's, that's the way to keep things going. So if you like something, keep supporting it and it will keep, you know, showing up. And speaking of that, you can check me out on YouTube, wrestling with cards on YouTube, the wrestling with cards podcast is kind of making a comeback. So it's available on all popular podcast platforms as well at Zane morning on all social platforms. And, you know, links in the show notes to everything that Tony's talked about and I've talked about here. If you need to find us on social or whatever it is, I've got links in the show notes of this podcast that you can check out. Please subscribe to this if you, you know, got some value out of our show today. If if we helped kind of steer you in a direction of some information that you didn't know, or maybe you did know and you just need a confirmation or whatever it is, like hopefully we're just bringing you information to help you know, further the wrestling card community, the wrestling card hobby, just growing, expanding, getting more people in and ultimately having fun. Cause that's all about, um, got anything else before we get out of here? No, I think we got it good. Thank you guys for listening again. Subscribe, leave a review on whatever you're listening to this on. And until next time, keep collecting and having fun. We'll see you.